T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. In the end, you know, Rogers is just too good. Um, he made some some throws that only Rogers can make. Um, you know, we had we had pretty good coverage on on some of those, and he just you know he's just too smart, too good, too accurate. Um, and in the end, he just he got us. We couldn't quite do enough. Uh, you know, in the other areas to. To quite offset it, um, you know, but Bailey really competed well. But a lot of guys compete well. We just obviously came up a little bit short. Late night, W E E I. It's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. That's Bill. You should call him a thousand words because if you get a thousand words out of Belichick, it's it's a novel, right? Say, look, Bailey Zappi performed well considering the situation. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and. The team fought hard and did more than what was expected by many, except for probably the entire roster who expects to win, right? They expect to win. Forget what I say or what others say or whoever, they play to win the game. And if you told me Friday when I was here, because I, I did say, look, I'm not, I did not buy that the Patriots were going to lose by 10 or more. I did not see that at all because then that would be a bigger statement about what the defense couldn't get done and that Aaron Rodgers would be able to easily do with cast of characters that are still trying to figure out things, catch balls. I mean, one guy clearly has not practiced his Calvin Johnson end zone catches where you got to come down with the ball. And so, you know, it's it's a little bit of amateur hour that Aaron Rodgers has there. And because of that, I was like, there's no way that the Patriots lose by 10. Did I think they would lose? Yes. Did I think the game would go to overtime? Oh, no. Did I think the team would have a chance to win the game in overtime? Oh, really? Well, actually, yes, but I'll get into that shortly. So, look, Brian Hoyer goes out with the concussion really on the worst week in the NFL to appear to have or have a concussion because everybody's watching. What I talked about with Tua last week is going to open these floodgates of these news organizations kind of doing like spotlight journalism on watching games to say, we detected eight apparent concussions, but only three guys came to the game, and we brought Roger Goodell in. And then the head of the network goes, hey, get Goodell the hell out of here, because they give us a lot of money to be here. So there's kind of this conundrum where all eyes are looking to see, did, 
Is he concussed? Is he not concussed? So Brian Hoyer goes out with one. And so in steps Bailey Zappi. And I I mentioned on social media when I do speak, look, if Joe Judge made the comment, I think made some comments regarding that Bailey Zappi wasn't ready to start, my thing was you need to have him prepared in case that is the situation. And guess where we are right now? Bailey Zappi's probably going to be the starter this week against the Lions. Unless Mac Jones is talking with Dak Prescott. Oh, I'm okay. I'm good. I can go now. <laughs> no. Because then they'll be having a conversation about sprained ankles and everything because clearly what the Patriots are doing, and it's the smart thing to do, is they don't want to put Mac Jones on the IR, even though what he has going on is IR worthy, just that they don't want to be without Mac Jones for certain for four weeks. So if they didn't do it last week, well, then they're not going to put him on the IR at all. They just won't. I don't think Mac Jones will be available this week. Two weeks? Possibly. Depending on where things are. But it might speed some things up because if 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 Hoyer doesn't get... Because here's the thing. If Hoyer doesn't really get out of concussion protocol within two days, it's the Bailey's Zappi show for sure. And in fairness, you'd say you'd want to see him get first team snaps, you know, in practice. But here's Bailey Zappi after the game saying, this is how it felt out there. Of course, it was exciting at first. It was a dream come true to play in an NFL game. You know, it's obviously not the outcome we wanted at all. Um, you know, I just want to first, like, give credit to all my teammates. They kept me calm. They kept me getting the nerves out of me. You know, they kept me in my space and cool, calm, and collected. You know, everybody played well tonight. O-line played well. We ran the ball well. You know, it really just comes down to me. I just got to make more plays, and the outcome's differently. Yeah, I mean, 10 for 15, touchdown, sacked three times, but, you know, some of that was kind of happening to Mac. 107 passer rating. You know, lost a fumble. But overall, you know, didn't put the Patriots in such bad positions where they didn't have an opportunity to recover. And when you start to look at some of the things that occurred in the game, you say, well, wow, the Patriots rushed for like 167 yards. And they averaged, I think, like 162 last year and was one of the top rushing teams. It's just that the Packers ran for more. They, they ran for like 199. So the Patriots did what they needed to do on the ground, considering the Packers knew that that's what the Patriots were going to primarily do. And, and to some extent the Packers could not stop the run game of the Patriots. Now, where things show up, the penalties, seven penalties for 75 yards, you'd say, hey, look, you have to be able to give your third-string rookie quarterback all the necessary tools that you could potentially have to compete and win. Three for 11 on third down. Now, Green Bay wasn't that much better, 6-14, for 14, but again, credit to the Patriots' defense for frustrating Aaron Rodgers yesterday. Aaron Rodgers throws the pick, uh, gets chased, has to move around a lot, isn't really on his spots like he'd like to be. So the Patriots' defense was was on point as to be expected, considering that it is Aaron Rodgers over there on the other side of the field. But as Matthew Judon says, you know what, there are no MVs in this game. Here's Matthew Judah. Like I'd be telling y'all, man, no more victories. We're going to see what we did good and well, and then we're going to see what we need to improve. But we want to win. 
Uh, we don't want to see, we don't want to take something good away from the game. The only good comes with a W. Uh, but honestly, uh, I want to just give a huge shout out to Zappy, man. The way he uh, stepped up in that game. I don't even believe he took that many reps with the ones and the way he played and the poise he had. That's amazing for a rookie. Uh, that's good for our team. But, uh, you know, just a uh, big shout out to him for just being ready. Yeah. And and that and here's what could be potentially beneficial for Zappy is this new system that they're trying out and playing around with. He's seeing it all. This is what this is his information. This is not something he's got to learn new. This is what he's learning now. And so for not looking like he was lost out there, I think the players in the locker room really respect that a lot and potentially can get behind this guy the way that they're getting behind Cooper Rush in Dallas, right? Like, <laughs> could Bailey Zappi be just as good as a Cooper Rush when Cooper Rush is really coming out of nowhere? And you'd say, hey, at this time, you would say you would want to be able to see this kid get in there, get those first-team reps, compete, be able to have the confidence to know that, hey, he went into Green Bay in a situation where he wasn't prepared to to play the game and had a chance to potentially win the game, which will I will get on Belichick about here shortly. But here's Belichick's thoughts on how Zappi did yesterday. Yeah, I thought he competed well. <clears throat> oh, gosh. You know, I... I, I competed well. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Like, can you, and and this is just me maybe talking to myself and having a microphone in front of me and everybody in New England can hear me. Can you give people their flowers, right? I mean, he's a damn rookie who hasn't been prepared by guys who aren't prepared. Your starting quarterback may be on the shelf possibly for six weeks, and I understand not necessarily communicating that. Probably the person closest to being the offensive coordinator went out after about 10 plays and he got concussed. And you can't just be like, yeah, he played well. You know, it's yeah, like, come on. Can you be a father and say, I love you, son? I'm not asking you to say, I love you, Billy Zappi, Belichick, but can you say, you know what? Way to step up in a limited situation and being over, being more prepared than the situation was in front of you. The same amount of words. Hey, you beat it well. I don't get me on a tangent. Did you not learn anything about nurturing your sixth rounder? Telling him thank you, smile at him. You know, I know it's nothing personal for you, but everything doesn't have to be so doggone business like. Well, did you hear him the question right after when they said like, "What was his message?" And he was just like, yeah, "I don't know what the message was to send him in." Yeah, well, I mean, because my whole thing is the Harry Hart ass thing is kind of cool when you're winning. When you're not, appreciate that you're. You know, you're 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 dusting the win pick who sits behind Horia who's been relegated to practice squad this whole season. Right? Next after after we do trending and everything, I'm gonna explain like like look, Belichick now has to come to the realization, brother, you're gonna have to carry three three quarterbacks every weekend. Every weekend. None of this whole like, well, we just play two quarterbacks. No, get rid of two kickers. Because you don't have the skill set or the offensive mental power to put in the plays to just rock with two guys and you learned that at Lambeau. Let's get to trending. I'll continue on with the Patriots here next. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. It's KJ late night here on uh, WEEI. Joe, you got it. 
Merloni, Fourier, and Mego. Weekdays, 2 to 6. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. It's the last series of the regular season for the Red Sox, and they started off with a victory at Fenway. 4-3, the victory over the Tampa Bay Rays. Rich Hill with another strong start, going six innings, only allowing three hits and three runs, along with six strikeouts. John Schreiber got the win, Ryan Brazier got the hold, and Matt Barnes got the save in a scoreless bullpen outing. Game two of the series will be tomorrow, first pitch at 7-10. Sean, Joe, and Will will have the call on the Shaws and Star Market WEEI Red Sox Network. Shaws and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh. Last start of the season and possibly in the Red Sox career for Nate Evaldi as he takes the mound for the Sox, and Jeffrey Springs will take the mound for Tampa. Join Mutt for the Visit Massachusetts pregame show an hour before first pitch. Sponsored by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Start your Massachusetts adventure at visitma.com. And for the fourth time in his career, Jamie Collins is a member of the New England Patriots after being signed to the practice squad earlier today. Collins spent most of last season as one of the Patriots linebackers. In doing so, Harvey Lange has been cut from the Patriots practice squad. The Bruins played their penultimate game of the preseason earlier tonight in New Jersey, taking on the Devils. They lost that game one to nothing. They'll have one more preseason bout that'll take place on Wednesday night in New York against the Rangers. Puck drop will be at seven o'clock. Boston Celtics got their first look at Blake Griffin in the Celtics uniform in practice earlier today. According to sources, there is expected playing time for Blake Griffin in the Celtics' next preseason game, which will be this Wednesday against the Toronto Raptors. And finally, Week 4 just ended tonight. The San Francisco 49ers knocking off the L.A. Rams 24-9 in San Francisco. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on Boston Sports Original WEEI. I thought it competed well. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Why not go for it on fourth down? Why not a little bit more aggressive play calling in that spot when you know you're punting it back to a guy that you think is the best in the game? Yeah, well, I mean, if you, if you don't convert there, they're one first down away from, from uh, you know, field goal. And so I feel very good about that. You know, we've, we've had them on a long field before. and have the ball down on the 10-yard line. So, you know, unfortunately, he you know, hit a big pass there on, on second down and then, you know, just kind of you know, did a good job on some of the RPOs. Of, you know, they, they converted a, you know, another two other third downs and they were able to move the ball in the field goal range. So. Un- unbelievable. 
Late night, WEEI, it's KJ. That's Bill Belichick here on Patriots Monday, exclusively on WEEI, telling the Greg Hill Show's Chris Curtis, hey, look, I didn't. Belichick didn't want to give Aaron Rodgers the ball with only one first down to go away from a field goal. How about two more first downs and getting a field goal? Look, let me take you back to what happened. I know you saw it, but just hear it as it's told to you after the defense for the Patriots stand up firm to Aaron Rodgers and hold him to only three yards, three yards on that first possession. So when the Patriots receive the ball at their own 49, like this is what's amazing is here you have a third-string rookie on a team that's going to struggle all season possibly offensively. And when you look at the television screen, as soon as they get the ball, you see the red line to get to on the same screen. What that says to me is that's your goal. The goal is you need to think about getting one first down. You need one first down to put yourself in potential field goal range. Even if you get the first down, you still have three more plays to just kind of needle the ball, even if you need to move it three or four more yards, you believe that you can do that considering the team is rushed for over 160 yards combined for the day. It's the play calling. First, absolutely, run up the middle, five yards, Damian Harris. Second and five. This is where I say when you have scared play calling, you get scared results. Why do you not try and throw the ball on second and five? If it's second and eight, I totally get you don't want to do that because you don't want to have third and eight. But if it's an incomplete pass, you still have third and five. It's a manageable down. But if you throw the ball and they're expecting the run, you know what's happening? A Patriot is probably running into the end zone because the defense is going to be super aggressive because they know they just gave up five yards on first down on the run. Then on third down when it's third and five, then you say, hey, Bailey Zappi, we need you to convert a first down. Well, what do you think the defense is thinking? Well, I guess they figure they're going to have to put it in his hand since the second run from Damian Harris went for no gain. Look, I can sit here and tell you what I'm not, how I'm not qualified for, but you know what? I have eyes. I see things. And I see this this red line on the left side of my screen that says, hey, this shows that the Patriots getting the ball and after Green Bay has already failed to do anything with the ball, a field goal wins the game and your all-pro is, is, is the kicker for the Patriots. The Patriots should have thrown on second down. Incomplete, it still makes it third and five, but now the defense has to figure out, are you going to throw or are you going to run? If you run the draw play on third and five, you probably get the first down because they you ran on first, you didn't try to run on second. They've got to guess. But if you ran on first and you ran on second, you're not running again on third. And you've got a third-string rookie quarterback out there on the road at Green Bay, and it's overtime. And you just said this morning on Greg Hill's show, well, if you go for it and don't get it, then he's only got to get one first down to get to where he's going. One, two, three first downs. Four first downs. The fourth first down was with 33 seconds left, and pretty much they're just laying on the ball away for the clock to go down and, page, and, the, and the Packers win.
absolutely horrible. Horrible. And when you hear Matthew Judon say, hey, I give Zappy a whole lot of credit, you almost have this feeling of like, they felt they probably could have won that game. You see that Aaron Rodgers goes for it out, only gets three yards after winning the toss and getting the ball. You, the stadium and the place probably felt like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is going to take the ball, go down the field, and at least get the field goal and put the pressure on the Patriots to have to at least score a field goal knowing that they're not going to move the ball down the field quickly. You start with the ball at the 49 and you get only five yards and that's on first down? Here's a, here, this, is, this is the whole thing I've been saying the whole time. If you're not prepared, then prepare to not win. This was a winnable game for the Patriots. What do you think? What do you think the conversation is now? If you have a two and two Patriots team, you have Miami who's in a flux with what they can do with their quarterback because as soon as that guy sneezes, they're going to run tests. You have the Bills who pretty much lost because Baltimore's coach. I, I there's a sabotage factor. I feel like, hey, look, why are you going for it when you can just take the lead and make them go the length of the field? Who cares if it's four downs? I'll get into Lamar Jackson's situation in a second. But if you sat here and told me that today the Patriots could be 2-2 two and two in a league where everybody's 2-2 two and two and you're facing the Lions next week who, put, who give up a lot of points, which means you have a chance to potentially show that your defense is stronger than theirs and that's a potential win, suddenly now you become the shocking story in the league and Mac Jones isn't even playing. All because you tried to run it again on second down after getting five yards on first. Were you getting five more yards? No, they're going to pile the box. They don't think the kid's going to throw on second. You know, I tell I tell my eleven year old, you know, don't be scared of something that is inherently based to be scared of you. That's what happened. First down, Harris runs for five yards right in their face. They don't want to have. They don't want that to happen again next. What, what? I'm, I'm baffled. Absolutely baffled. Zay, Zay. <laughs> okay, so Patriots Monday continued today, and this is Billy Zappi talking about the game planning with Patricia and Judge and Belichick. Here it is. Uh, what was that collaborative process like, and how much was Bill Belichick involved in it during the real game time? Being able to have all those three guys around me is, you know, it's pretty awesome. Be able to pick those guys' brains and understand, kind of see the way they think of Wait, football. Wait, stop it. Stop it. Stop. Pick Judge and Patricia's brain about offense when I just sat there and showed you how literally by really running the same exact play on second down from the Green Bay 46 with the red line now moving closer to gain to get into field goal range for Nick Folk. You didn't pick a brain, you grabbed the scarecrow straw on a couple of guys. Being able to have all those three guys around me is, you know, it's pretty awesome. Be able to pick those guys' brains and understand, kind of see the way they think of football and kind of hear each viewpoint from these three of those guys. And just speaking off, off that first drive, you know, we have had the pictures, had the film of that drive where we went over it, um, seeing the coverage, seeing the fronts that, you know, we were getting. And uh, Coach Belichick was just, you know, telling me what, 
you know what we're going to do the next drive and Matty p was doing the same and so was joe and um you know it was kind of like you said a collaborative effort everybody was talking everybody was you know putting in their two cents on what we can do the next drive and be successful yeah two cents plus two cents doesn't equal a nickel you ever hear this thing called the three feet from gold theory if you haven't there's this belief that most people quit when they're three feet away from their from their destination of whatever they want it is in life. I know I'm about to sound a bit rich, uh, Tony Robbins here. But they say most people quit when they're right at the edge of their destination of greatness. They decide, mm, I'm, it's just not going to happen. It literally felt like the Patriots were one first down away from gold. Beating the Packers on the road without your starting quarterback and the backup quarterback is out with a head injury and a guy who's, I mean, this guy probably doesn't see the, the training table and those who know training tables like where the food is, does see the training table to everybody's going through the training table. Like there's a sandwich here, maybe, a, maybe some healthy vegetable chips over there. And this guy pretty much had you one first down away from gold. But I believe this is happening because you know that Patricia and Judge will be taking most of the heat. And you and as Belichick, you know that you're going to have to take the heavy for them. And to say you're worried about Aaron Rodgers getting a first down and then being able to kick the field goal, well, Aaron Rodgers couldn't get three yards on the previous possession. You get the ball? Midfield? On the road? Unbelievable. So now, if Brian Hoyer can't come back, do the Patriots go out and sign a backup? Because I think this is a team that has to operate with three quarterbacks every week, knowing that Mack is one hit away, Hoyer may not be straightened out, and it's either that or you say, hey, Hoyer, you're back to the practice squad and Zappies are number two. And why I wouldn't have a problem with that, what are you going to say? Well, the guy's not ready? No, it was the coaching staff that decided to run again on second down instead of saying, okay, can we run some two tight end action, make it look like we're about to run again, maybe run a couple of hook curls, and if at least the ball doesn't get there, at least the body's protecting the ball to prevent some type of interception? Could that have happened? I don't know. I'm, d- I'm just dumb, right? So, look. Cam Newton's not going to be re-signed. Like, I know some people are ready to head straight to the harbor, filled with a bunch of spiced tea. There's about eight of them ready to dump in the harbor if Cam Newton comes back here. Look, truth of the matter is, Cam Newton wouldn't be here if he couldn't be a starter, so he's not going to come here when you're not being asked to be the starter. There's just no way. It would be like, hmm, I would need that same outrage if Cam Newton came back if suddenly Gordon Hayward came back on a full salary scholarship to the Celtics. Uh, Full salary on to the Celtics. I would need that same Cam Newton energy. If you can give that to me, I can buy it. But no Cam Newton. Mike Glennon, a.k.a. Mr. Neck Glennon. I mean, he was a backup for Joe Judge with the Giants. He started four games last year. And he might have an idea of what Patricia and Judge are trying to do offensively. But it doesn't necessarily mean he'll play, but he could speed up the learning curve for Bailey Zappi if we're talking about Brian Hoyer having to stay in the concussion protocol longer than a week. 
Jeff Driscoll would have been an ideal guy. He was on Patricia's radar. He was his backup in Detroit. He was waived by the Texans in August, but just two weeks ago, they pulled him from the practice squad, and now he's part of the main squad, so he's not even available. So, like, if Zappi's the only one there in practice, who's pushing him? Who's pushing him when I know that I've seen on my TV that this is a team that doesn't believe that he can get, he can throw a pass on second down to potentially win a game or to move the chains in an overtime game against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers on the road where the game was already tied in overtime and the defense had just stopped Aaron Rodgers three and out. Unbelievable. So going into this this Lions game, you know, I, you know look, Jared Goff is probably just maybe just a step above Mac Jones, but guess what? Maybe this is a game that Billy Zappi can show what he could really do in this in, in in a limited space of the offense. I'm not saying, you know, hey, let's overwhelm him with everything in one week. But my goodness, does it not require the best plays from Patricia and Judge than ever before? And don't forget they're going to be at Gillette, and you have to think the crowd is going to be totally behind Billy Zappi the way he played. Yeah, but but the crowd can't they can't catch a ball, they can't kick a field goal, they can't they can't run they can't run on special teams. Like it's really great the energy's there. I mean, that's cool when it's wrestling, when you know that Hogan's about to, you know, do the, you know, the shaking hand and coming back up or Ultimate Warrior shaking the rope. You know, that's all part of the act. This ain't no damn act on the field. So yeah, while the crowd is going to be behind him, they're going to be behind him just because there's somebody physically out there. But best believe if the game plan is not solid tight from Patricia and Judge, oh well then they'll hear the booze for sure. So don't believe that if you start hearing booze at the Razor on on Sunday, that they're for Bailey Zappi. It's going to be like, oh, that's the same second and five play they called against the Packers from the 46 when he could have easily thrown the ball. The formation's tight. Everybody's tight. Everybody's looking for him to run it again. They just gave up five yards. What are you going to do? Run the same damn play. That's not a Bailey Zappi issue. That's a coaching issue. Belichick has to know that. And it'd be interesting to see. Uh, you know, and that's the other thing. I'm going to say this and then I'll go to break. You know, when you play the cutesy game of day by day with Mac Jones last week, it ain't cute now. You can't do it this week. We're going to, oh, Hoyer's day by day. Day by day? You know, the giveaway of the day by day is are you bringing in a backup? Day by day. Yeah, I don't even find the humor in it. I, I Maybe I'm just one of those that's just studied comedians for a really long time. There's no humor in a situation where, look, the offense isn't that good, and you know that Mac Jones is not coming back the way the guy screamed and threw up. Okay? In tears. He ain't coming. That's not no day-by-day. Day. That's a, we're not going to put him on the IR, but we definitely have an eye on him not being back for maybe four weeks. You don't have to say it, but day by day is not the truth either. So what is it going to be this week? Minute by minute? That's a great song. Minute by minute. Google it. But that's what it's going to have to be this week. Well, it's minute by minute, you know what I mean? Don't don't you start cranking up practice again tomorrow? What, minute by minute? What, Hoyer? You can't play that game because guess what? The news people are circling for everybody who's had an injury in the last week to see if they're being rushed back in this whole protocol situation with these non-neurologists but just these consultants. It's a burgeoning news story, they call it, in the news world. 
So you can't play that day-by-day cutesy thing. You're going to have to tip your hand if you're bringing in a backup. Because guess what? You've got an injured quarterback one, and you've got a head injury trauma quarterback two, and a rookie quarterback three. So now he's just going to be the only one back there? You then really would have to question, what is on Bill's brain? What? What is you thinking? So I, I expect to hear within the next 36 hours, either Brian Hoyer has cleared protocol for, for concussions, and you best believe those questions are going to start coming deep, and you're not going to be able to say, you know, well, it is what it is, because that plays a little bit differently. And two, who's coming in to be the backup? You're just going to ride solo with one quarterback who, who, who this will be his first week taking first-team snaps? It'll all be very interesting. Late Night wraps next here on WEEI. Thanks for hanging out with KJ. Late Night, WEEI, it's KJ. Thank you so much for spending the last hour, 50 minutes. Remember, the Odyssey app is free. You can check out the show. You know, they don't they don't have rewind for this time of night. And I get it. I get it. Probably have to pay someone some overtime, and I don't know if they necessarily want to do that. So thanks to Joe here. You can go to WEEI.com. You missed any of the show. You can play it back under the late night tab. Um, before I get to what's going on around the NFL, I wanted to remind you, uh, this Saturday, the Greater Boston Sickle Cell Disease Association is having their annual Walk for Sickle Cell at Franklin Park. Jackie and the crew there do an amazing job. Boston Medical Center as well. I want to shout them out. Um, this year it's hybrid. I, I know it's been hybrid the last couple of years, but this year is the first time that you'll be able to kind of get back and do it in person as well. And if you still want to do it virtually, you can. Saturday, October 8th, registration's at 9 a.m. at Franklin Park. The walk starts at 10. Jackie's the one with the really beautiful smile who you can tell used to run track. Beautiful. Um, you want to learn more, go to the website, myevent.com slash annual GBSCDA, GBSCDA, that stands for Greater Boston Sickle Cell Disease Association, and the virtual is on Facebook Live at 1130, myevent.com slash annual GBSCDA for the 2022 Walk for Sickle Cell at Franklin Park. Uh, the McCordy Twins do excellent work with their Tackle Sickle Cell Initiative. Uh, we're just trying to hit this at all angles, man, because it's uh, it's it's just absolutely. You, you Google what happens and how it's nothing. Can, you know, how it gets misdiagnosed, the whole nine sickle cell is something that's absolutely serious. Uh, today it was announced that uh, Tua Tonga Vailoa the Lowell will not be playing this Sunday at the Jets, of course, because who wants to show up at the New York City media? You know, have Robin Roberts jump out of the stands. Tua, are you okay? Like, first of all, you can't come with me on your face with that big bright light on your camera. I'm kidding. Okay, that's not funny. But he won't be playing against the Jets. And I will venture to say that he won't play the next game against Minnesota as well. You'll probably see Tua again October 23rd. And let's be honest, by then, I think some of the noise will die down. Some of the um, pointed fingers that are going on around the NFL. I mean, even the situation with Cameron Brayton last night's game with the Bucks and the Chiefs. Um, he, Cameron Braid appeared to show signs of a concussion, uh, but he complained that his shoulder hurt, right? My back and my neck, my neck and my back, right? Um, look, head, Todd, head coach Todd Bowles for the Bucks was correct in saying this, that you don't go see a neurologist on field if you say that your shoulder's hurting. So literally, 
if the player says that my shoulder's hurting and how do you send that person to the neurologist? This is what the NFL, the NFLPA is going to have to start figuring out. And the other part of it is there's so much, again, Joe, you remember last week when I was talking about there's such a thin line between compliance and competition. What if competition suddenly goes way down because of the opinion of someone else? And what if they're wrong? What if they say it looks like they had a concussion? They come over that play that person's out for half of the game, and that one game made to determine may determine if a, a playoff team is no longer a playoff team. Yeah, I think there's also like an accountability sort of thing with the players that they gotta like be truthful and like if they're feeling any kind of concussion. Hey, here's a lesson in life. You can lie to anybody else, you just can't lie in court. You can lie to your wife, you just can't lie to her in court. You can lie to a television station, but you can't lie in court. You can lie to neurologists, but you can't lie in court. And as long as they're unless they start putting a bench right there, you know, where someone's got to put their hand on a on a book of worship and say, You honest to tell the truth, the whole truth, and this is admissible by law right here. I mean, they do have a court. Uh, at the old Philadelphia Stadium, so um, they may, maybe that maybe that's the answer, Joe. Just put a legal entity right there where that player's got to come over, put that hand on that book, and say, um, "Sir, was it your shoulder that hurts, or were you feeling a stinging in your head?" It was a stinging in my head. Then maybe then you send him to. I don't know. I'm just being funny a bit, but I don't know too many players that are just going to tell you, "Yeah, my head hurts," when they can always say it's another body part and buy themselves time because the best ability sometimes is availability. So the Ravens going for it on fourth down when they could have kicked and having three and a half minutes left on the clock against the Bills, I I, I just, I think, look, I saw this happen twice last year against the Steelers and the Packers with, with, with the Ravens going for it and losing. You know, there's a part of me that feels like making Lamar Jackson going for it when you have the best kicker in the history of the game, like how many kickers are featured on 60 minutes? Theirs was. But I think it's about creating these narratives that Lamar Jackson can't come in the came through in the clutch in these games, and hence they're just kind of putting kinks and knocks into his value when Harbaugh is the is come on, Harbaugh. Really? If you were so concerned about the Bills going down the field and no one played you back at the beginning of the game where your same defense picked him off you know he's going to be throwing it unbelievable i i just wonder if this situation in baltimore with lamar jackson gets uglier than it before it gets better just because of that one play call because there's no reason to say we can't stop josh allen in the rain and to say oh well he would have four down chances well stop their ass for four downs kneel on the ball game over win by three You got Justin Tucker. All right, Joe, thank you again for your work tonight. Remember, on Twitter, at WEEI, at KJ Carson. I'll be back in again here Wednesday night. It won't be Red Sox Review because they have a day game. So talk to you Wednesday. Have a great Monday night. See ya! We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.